Hello, beautiful souls. This is Miranda Mitchell, your host of the Provoking Prosperity podcast. And today I have on Rachel Weaver, who is a copywriter that uses human design within the messaging of her clients. We have a wonderful conversation on this aspect of authenticity and the voice and how she supports her clients in stepping away from the societal norms in business and in their copywriting so that they are expressing their true authentic self. I love how she supports entrepreneurs to go deeper into who they truly are so that they create the impact and the legacy that they truly want. So I'm very excited for you to listen, dive in, take notes, definitely look at her freebies. She has a lot of freebies. All of the information will be in the show notes. I appreciate you. Let's dive in. Do you spend all of your time building and maintaining your business so that you achieve the success you envision? Do you feel frustrated, unfulfilled, and have a loss or disconnect from your creative flow? Are you a conscious leader that is ready for change when it comes to society's views on money, wealth, relationships, and what prosperity truly means? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Miranda Mitchell. I am a 2-4 manager who is here to empower and equip you to step out of the box of social norms, guide you into using your voice for inspiration and impact, and support you in finding what prosperity means for you so that you have the business and life that fulfills you. So grab that cup of coffee, get comfy, and get ready to hear the heartwarming and heart-wrenching personal stories, all things human design and jinkies, plus tangible practices that you can implement right now for your personal and business growth. Hello, beautiful souls. This is Miranda, and I am with Rachel Weaver today. I'm so excited to go into this podcast. I feel like I'm going to learn a lot from you. So I just want to give you the opportunity to share with us what you do, how you bring your genius into this world. Oh, thank you, Miranda. I, I'm just excited to talk with you because, I mean, geeking out on human design and all the things um, just gets me so excited. So basically what I do is blend human design and copywriting so that anyone, honestly, anyone, but service-based entrepreneurs primarily can show up authentically as themselves, um, using their own energy, their own, um, blueprint to communicate what they do in a way that makes dreamy clients come to them and want to work with them (laughs) without Mm -hmm. being all the salesy, sleazy persuasion stuff that's out there. Like this is just messaging your way and you, the way you want to do it. So, yeah. Well, I love human design, you know that. And, uh, we've been actually talking beforehand and geeking out a little bit about some of our similarities and the importance of embodiment and the importance of authenticity and all of that good stuff. But before we dive into that, I would love to know what did you do before Mm -hmm. you found human design? I've had three main careers. I went to school for architecture, have a degree in architecture, left that in 2009, started a photography business, photographed weddings and families, still do a little bit of that. And then shifted to online in about 2017 when my youngest was two and was looking for a way that I could be home with them 
and still make a really big impact as well as money. It's the whole reason we're starting businesses is because we want to support our families. Photography was just, it, it was pulling me away too much. So I wanted something that could be online. I did a whole smattering of things from Facebook ads to affiliate marketing before I finally landed in copywriting and messaging. And that made me go, oh, this is, this is what I love to do. This is what I love. <laughs> so you did all of those things before copywriting and messaging. Yep. So you did copywriting and messaging before human design? Um, it was about the same time, but I didn't incorporate the human design into the copy for probably two years. I was writing copy just the conventional way, the way that, um, I, I got certified that kind of thing, um, the way that everyone does it and then realized how much I didn't love it and how much I didn't want to do it that way. And I wanted to do it my own way, of course, MG and, um, was like, well, why don't I just bring in human design? Cause clearly that's going to show me why someone is different and the rest is history. Mm -hmm. So that was my next question. When you brought in human design, what mm. was that shift like? Mm. How was that with your clients? And how did you feel about yourself mm. in your business after you started bringing in human design? It started to feel more like me and not just like trying to do it the way everyone else is doing it. And I feel like that was uh, a pull that I struggled with for a long time because everyone says this is the way to be successful. Right. And I want to be successful. So I'm going to do it the way people tell me to, but then getting into it and going, I really don't want to do it this way. This isn't what I had in mind. This isn't, this doesn't feel right. And so much of my chart is single definition, independent, like MG that's going to do things my way. Like there's so much that's like, I don't, try and do what other people are doing. <laughs> Once I incorporated it for myself first in finding clients, that felt so much easier. It felt so much easier to go out and talk about what I did because it felt different to me. I didn't have to go out and do it the way everyone else was doing it. That makes sense. And then incorporating it into client work, they loved it because they're, and I would say, I would look at the chart and say something like, you know, this is the what the energy is of your chart. And I think we should be talking about X, Y, Z. And they're like, oh, that's what I want to talk about. But I, I, I don't know. And da, da, da. I'm like, well, this is what we should, should be talking about. If that's what's being pulled and what you feel like you need to be talking about, that's the direction we should go. <laughs> so have you had clients then when they come in and they speak with you, they change their entire way that they speak in their direction of their business? Yeah. Yeah. That was actually really hard in the beginning because I felt like I was going in and imploding people's businesses because I was like, no, this is, this is kind of what it's saying. Like, how does that resonate? With it? And it was never, this is how you should do it. It was always, you know, this is what I'm seeing. How does that resonate with you? How does that feel in your body? Does that feel like a direction that you want to go? And they would almost always like 99% of the time be like, yes, that is what I want. I just was too afraid or didn't know how to do it, or I didn't want to shift that big or whatever it was. And I think that's the prov provocative part. My energy is going in and like blowing things. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. And they want someone to be honest with them, but they're also scared, which I get. I totally get when you see that your business isn't what you thought it was or what you want it ultimately to be, it's hard to shift. It's scary to shift. Mm -hmm. 
Now, when you talk about these businesses, I'm wondering if you ever had clients that actually had a really successful business. They were very successful. They were making money. They were bringing clients all the time. But then you get your little provocation 39 in there and you tell them some aspects of their chart on how they're maybe not even expressing themselves the authentic way. How Mm -hmm. did they react when you exposed that information to them? Most of the time it was, I feel totally seen and called out. Most of the time they, they felt it themselves that something was off. And that was actually, I think why they reached out to me, why they felt called to me, because I was going to be able to see that thing that they didn't want to see the thing that they knew was off. Maybe they just couldn't put their finger on it yet or weren't willing to admit it to themselves. But when someone else says, Hey, I think this is off. I don't think this is actually what you want to be talking about. And they'd be like, I know. So (laughs) they listen. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And what is the outcome? The outcome is that they, shift their offers, shift their business to what they actually desire. And when you do that, when your offers are aligned, you're just so much happier, (laughs) so much more authentic. And you can, you feel like you can be yourself more easily. If that makes sense. Like you're not putting on a mask to sell something. Yes. That I can really resonate with. And the reason I asked that is because There's a lot of people that are successful in doing all the things that they've been told to do as far as business and the way to build a business and be successful in a business and create a business. And because they are making money, sometimes making lots of money, Mm -hmm. it can be really scary to stop and reevaluate and start really sharing and expressing what you truly feel in your heart and your body is what you're here to do. So have you ever experienced resistance? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's like Benet Brown. She talks about being your, when you're authentic, when you're really putting yourself out there, it's vulnerable. It's scary. What if people don't like me? What if I'm shunned? What if people like, like all of those things, it brings up all of your garbage and it's whether or not you're ready to look at that and be okay with it. I mean, sometimes people aren't ready and that's okay. I'm not going to, um, and I could always tell if somebody wasn't ready, I would say this isn't a good idea. (laughs) This isn't, I'm not a good fit because sometimes you're not ready and that's okay too. Oh, when you say authentic, Mm -hmm. you express, um, Mm -hmm. what authenticity means, what authenticity means in business and why it's so important in creating a business that is authentic start. I know there was a three-part question there. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. I feel authenticity to me is honestly just being able to show up and not worry about what I'm saying and trusting what I'm saying. What comes down to, I can just show up. I, I'm not masking anything. I'm not trying to hide. I'm not trying to be somebody I'm not. I'm not trying to persuade anyone. I'm just here. I'm just me and take it or leave it is what it means to me. And I feel like it does mean something different to everyone. Um, what was the, there was in the, what was the second part of the question? You're going to make me remember. 
Okay. So uh, what is authenticity to you? I'm an MG too. And I have a totally undefined or totally open Ajna. So it's like gone. Yep. <laughs> I think <Same>. it was, <laughs> I think it was, why is authenticity in your business so important? I do believe that you can have a successful business when you're not authentic. A hundred percent. I think it on that comes back to mindset and what you believe is possible, but if you are totally authentic in your business, you end up building something that is truly your legacy. It's truly why you came here. And it's not some superficial thing that you build and then suddenly look back on and go, I don't really care about that. It doesn't fulfill me. It doesn't feel good. I don't, I don't care about it versus building something that you're truly in alignment with and authentic and feels like you is you that's your legacy. That's the thing that you're going to leave behind. What that reminds me of is a nine to five business. So are mm -hmm. you creating your business as a nine to five business just yeah. to make money and yep. so you can make your own hours or are you really truly trying to create impact through who yeah. you are and what you bring exactly. to the world? Exactly. Yeah. That's a provoking thought right there for all those business owners and leaders. Are you truly creating yeah. a business that is a nine to five job or are you creating an impact and legacy of who you are? Are you leaving your impact of who you are on this planet? Yeah. Mm. So let's go into the copywriting aspect. Okay. Why is copyright? And I know this, I know this answer, but everyone needs to hear this over and over and over again. Why is copywriting so, so, so important in the way that you express yourself and put yourself out there with your authentic voice? Well, if people don't know what you do or don't understand what you do, are they going to buy from you? No, <laughs> they're not. <laughs> they're not. And what I like to explain to spiritual entrepreneurs, because this isn't persuading someone to buy from you. This is showing them that you have the answers that they've been seeking. The answers to the questions that they are asking themselves all over and over and over, you have solutions to the problems that they have. And it is a disservice if you're not communicating clearly with them, because then they go on and they're still with, have the problem. They still um, are unhealed or sick or not successful because you couldn't communicate and tell them that you had the solution to their problem. So that's the base of copywriting. It's just, and it's so simple. It's really easy. Once you understand what they need, it's simple. Then it's just applying your authentic voice, your magic sauce to it. And then boom, like that's it. It's mm. not hard. Yeah. Well, it's not hard for you because that's what you do. But, okay, true. True. <laughs> right. You know about that before <laughs> people that don't know how to express or for people that may not even know who they are or mm -hmm. may not even understand truly what they want to bring or is stuck yeah. or they're stuck on the the external yeah. hamster wheel of what everyone else is doing. And they're trying to do that as far as their writing. Yeah. And they yeah. don't know how to express themselves in that way. Right. Exactly. So yeah. that's another question. What, what is the, the biggest mistake that you are seeing spiritual entrepreneurs, conscious leaders doing within their copywriting? Copying other people. Mm. 
And not like blatantly, you know, word for word, but they're trying to do it the way that they see so-and-so doing it because they're successful, or at least on the surface, it looks like they're successful. Um, And so they try and write their social media posts that way, or they try show up on a TikTok and make a TikTok that way. They're trying piece of it. And we all know that the kid that wants or to be liked by everyone and he's trying really hard. No one, he's the one that gets picked on instead of the kid that just knows who they are, knows that they are really awesome friend and doesn't worry about trying to impress other people. Those are the ones that everyone loves. So it sounds like to me that you do much more than copywriting. If you're helping people yeah, connect to who they truly are authentically and yeah. then express themselves through their copywriting, yeah. it seems like yeah. you do a hell of a lot more than yeah. just copywriting. Yeah. Yeah. What does it look like when you work with someone? Uh, well, right now I'm trying to shift out of one-to-one and more into a membership where I give you a kind of yes or no question, like tree to figure out where you are in this grand scheme of things and what you really need to focus on. Cause some people come in and they, they know who they are. They just can't quite articulate it quite. Are they been successful in selling things? So they have that articulation piece, but they don't know who they are. Right. So the first questions are always, do you even know who you are? Do you trust yourself? Do you understand at least the basics of your human design only because human design is such an easy way to check in with yourself and be like, do I actually trust myself? Do I make decisions for my head or do I make it for my body? Do I follow the strategy and things like that? So that's the first question. Then is, are you even lit up about what you're offering? Cause that's another piece that so many people come in and they're, they've created an offer that they don't love. It's really just a copy or carbon copy of what someone else has done or what a coach told them to do or something like that. And so if you're not lit up about your offer, it's going to be really hard to sell it. It's going to be really hard to articulate it. Cause you're like, yeah, I don't really care. Like it's not that transformative. Right. So really honing in on what that offer is for you and then going down the rabbit hole of, okay, let's create your website and sales page and emails and like translating it to all of the 3d things that sell. That's a lot that you do with all of that. And you're opening up that to a community aspect rather than just the one-on-one. Yep. Yeah. I find that the community aspect is actually more helpful than one-on-one with me. Yes. Having a little bit of one-on-one with me, like my um, eyes on what you're writing kind of thing is very helpful, but to have the collaboration and seeing what other people are doing is really valuable and really helpful that you're not alone in this. And honestly, the people that are in the membership right now are bouncing ideas off of each other. They're cheering each other on. They found clients through each other. There's just so much more value when there's a group together than when it's just me one-on-one with people. I totally agree with that. The community aspect I feel is also very, very important because Mm -hmm. It's that extra support and ideas. It's not that you're externally getting from ideas and taking other people's ideas, but you're coming up with ideas of your own brilliance and there's people to support you. Mm -hmm. And there's the accountability. I feel like if you see someone else like doing the work, you're like, oh shit, I should do the work. (laughs) It's like kind of a little bit of a healthy competition of like, okay, I, you know, they're working on it. I should work on it too. And you don't push it to the back burner because 
no one's really there holding you super accountable. My next question has to do with human design. I feel like human design is getting more and more out there. More and more people are understanding it and know the power of it. But what if someone doesn't have any access or doesn't know anything about their human design? Is this still an opportunity that they would be able to work with you where you can support them and learn about their type and all that? Absolutely. And I'm working on building out like the human design section of it. It's basically, it's looking at human design from a communication standpoint. So what does it mean when you're a manifesting generator for your messaging? What does it mean if you're a four, six, that kind of stuff. So that if you don't know any of these things, you can just go in, watch the video of what it means to be a four, six and how to use that in your messaging it kind of clears it up. Like you don't have to understand human design. I'm trying to translate it for you and only give you the information that you need. Like you don't need to know what a five one is doing if you're a four, six, right? Right. That's too much information. And then yep. there's overwhelm and yep. then you're stuck in comparison. It's all about, like you said, authenticity, them, yep. themselves. Mm-hmm. So this aspect is a little bit of a provoking because it's not social norms of business, which is why I was so happy that you're on the podcast because it's about doing things differently, about doing things more authentically, not comparison, trusting your own inner guidance really, and doing what feels right. What would you say to those people that are listening? I don't even know if there's people that are listening that don't know human design, but I'm just going to put it out there in case, you know, for those people that are kind of like, you know, this human design thing is kind of woo. It's out there. I, I don't know about this thing. It's not the regular strategy to create a successful business. What would you have to say to them? I mean, oh man. I have been down this like spiritual rabbit hole for 15 years. So I kind of feel like if you're not doing some spiritual understanding, some personal growth, self-development stuff, like, I don't know what you're doing. You're living under a rock. (laughs) And with the way things are going with human design in 2027, we honestly have seen the shift in businesses. We have seen that the corporate businesses are falling apart. Everything's closing. It's all about wellness. It's about authenticity. It's about connection, community. So if you haven't, like you said, if you haven't done your spiritual work or if you haven't started, like start because things are falling apart and it is more so about your authenticity and making impact through love of humanity, honestly. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is a hundred percent. I don't know how you're an entrepreneur and not on a spiritual journey. (laughs) Well, there are some entrepreneurs that are just going after the money still. I mean, money is important. You can't give unless you receive. It is so important that you're able to live a life that you want to live and receive energy exchange. But when it's creating things just for the aspect of making money, that is totally, totally different. And if you're an entrepreneur or a leader in the industry that is doing that, it is time to sit back and ask yourself why. Is there anything that you wanted to share with the audience that comes from your heart? I think if you're a service-based entrepreneur and you're really struggling with how to communicate what you do, talk about what you do, and you really don't like the way that everyone else is doing it, or it feels wrong some way in some way, it just doesn't sit right in your body. 
I would really love for you to come check out my work. I'm all, I have tons of free content. Come absorb all of that and decide if this is the right community for you. I am deeply, deeply embedded in this work of you showing up authentically as yourself as much as possible and doing the work that you know that you're, you're here to do. Um, and there's no other, no other option. There's no other option. Mm -hmm. There's another question that came up while you were expressing that we were talking about entrepreneurship and creating impact through our authenticity and having a meaning in the way that we are of service. Why is copywriting and helping people within their authenticity create a business? Why is this so important for you? You know, I've thought about that question and I don't know why, other than I just can't not do it. It's just when I think about not working or just living, you know, being a mom and a homeschooler and taking care of the kids and the family and doing that, it feels like there's something missing. And when I get on and online and do this work and work with clients. I love it so much. It's so fun. And it's, it's clear that what I'm saying has an impact on them and is allowing them to shift and understand how to communicate better. And I feel like that's all that I need right now. I don't have to know a bigger thing of why I just know that this clearly is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. And as a manifesting generator, you're here to be of service, create in the physical form and do things that light you up and make you feel good. We always make life so much harder than it has to be, especially with our job. When we Mm -hmm. say job, it's almost like this heavy thing that we don't want to do that we live for the weekend, you know, but it isn't that it's so much Mm -hmm. more when you're able to really create, it's more of a creation. It is. Yeah, it totally is. Well, I wanted to say thank you for being on here. I appreciate you. I appreciate everything that you do. Uh, All your information will be in the show notes. So everybody, please go check out her free resources, her community, see what her website's about, all that goodness. And we will jump back on in a little bit for Thursday's podcast, which will be all about her chart. So thank you again for being here. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. My hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind, your heart, or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share, please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing, if this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love. Till next time.